Hey, how are you? Are you okay? I think I forgot to ask that because I was kind of involved in my own things. And things have relaxed a little bit, which is really nice. So I've got some breathing space, which is really good. And all my friends have kind of rallied round and it's really amazing. So like one of my friends, Sarah, um, I saw her on the bus a couple of weeks ago actually, but I didn't really, because it was the bus. Oh, where was I going? I was going to do something quite important. Um, I can't remember what the... And um, this stuff on my Facebook was obviously set to private because stalky people watch. Um, and I was talking about some stuff that had gone on last week. And uh, she, yeah, there's some, some, some things that she wanted to talk about. So I'm going to meet her, I think, this week or next week known Sarah for ages. Anyway, um, it's just really strange that people become, can become someone that who wouldn't let you talk and just did everything to avoid hearing you. Sorry. Now... He's obsessed with everything. Like, I can't understand that dynamic of... I, w I remember him being absolutely disgusting. Like, how did it get that bad? How did he... How does someone be that evil? I've never known someone play such malicious really outlandish, malicious kind of really well thought out awful, awful imagine, I can't even imagine how it must feel to be in that mind of that person and, and just how disgusting they are because I only really saw a glimpse of how unwell that person was. So there was this occasion, and I've probably spoken about it previously, where, you know, when you've got, like, because I'm a mum, right? So I've got, like, my son. So I had these fridge magnets from when he was a kid that was, like, the alphabet and numbers. And they've always been on my fridge. And he came into my home after, like, travelling to get to my home. And he was like, you haven't always had those on your fridge. I had a dream. And I was like, right. Um, I have got no idea. And he like presumed that I would know about you. He was like, yeah, um, they were in my dream. You just bought those. They were in my dream. And I was like, what, a what the fuck is going on here? And the things he was like. I always wanted a girlfriend who wore a black hoodie. Like, oh my God. 
is what on earth? And he had like these massive obsessions with how a relationship should be without attempting to maintain a healthy relationship. So he was really annoyed at himself and me because he couldn't, he could, the relationship, the, the relationship that he wanted and the ideals and because he built it up so, so much by like obsessing over social media, like absolutely fucking obsessed with Instagram on all the fakery relationships that he saw. And he had a massive obsession with Pinterest, like really hours and hours of it. Must have he must spend most of his time scrolling through his um tablet that he's got, absolutely obsessing uh over fakeness, trying to force that into reality that he could never provide himself with, let alone anyone else, and then would get really angry because. It's nice to have things that you want in a relationship, right? That I think ideals that you would like. But to try to force that on someone and then be disgusting and nasty and raise your fist to a woman because she doesn't want... There were some very specific things that he obsessed over. And I was just like, okay, it's nice to have things that you would like. But... This is, this isn't how you go about this because without the basics of a successful relationship, what the fuck have you got? Because he wasn't nice, he wasn't kind, he wasn't emotionally intelligent. In fact, he was absolutely fucking disgusting. I remember this one time, right? So, like, where he lived, and I don't. I don't know why he met me somewhere in this little town that he lived in. And he was like, can we just, like, text at a weekend? Because I spoke to me, G. He didn't say that. We'll say me, G, um, to cover up the name. And he just messages this girl at the weekend. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's not a relationship. What the fuck are you talking about? And he started shaking and crying. I feel sick. Oh, my God. Because it was just the most irrational bullshit. Like, right, that's your friend who literally doesn't want to commit to someone. And we should do the same. I'm not in a relationship with you, Margie. I'm in a relation I was in a relationship with that person, right? This person was talking bullshit to me. And I was like, no, that's <laughs> like like he could not text me during the week or ring me anyway. It was absolute dog shit. God knows what kind of conversation he'd been having with this other person. I feel so... I remember him stopping in the street and like pretending to cry. Like, we wasn't far from his house. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? It, like, what is this fucking nonsense that I'm dealing with? 
um, can we just text on the weekend? No. And um, so I did do a podcast earlier today, but I kind of didn't uh, publish it. And so right at the end, after he'd done loads and loads of bad shit, right, loads of it. So there was loads of violence and there was everything else that I've spoken about. Um, There'd been a disagreement with me and, and someone. But me being me, I was just like, I'm just going to put that person on time out. I want to explain that they'd hurt me, that why they'd hurt me and that it wasn't okay. Because I'm never just going to cut someone off, right? I'm going to go, this happened, I wasn't comfortable with it, and this is how we can go about changing it, but I need some time to myself. And um, anyway, came to the realisation that there'd been enough time and forgave that person. And I remember him ringing me. He said, you forgive that person, but you won't forgive me. It's funny that, you know. Because the other person didn't lay a fucking finger on me, let alone assault me, abuse me, fat shame me, age shame me. There was no violence. There was no domestic violence. There was no coercive control. There was no manipulation. There was no gaslighting. There was no fogging. There was no breadcrumbing. There was no accusations of affairs. There was no death threats. Do I need to go on? Yet they wanted to be forgived and forgiven. No. No, not a chance. Never going to forgive that person for anything. And they're taunted by that. Abusers are taunted that the victim will walk away. That to, to, to carry on with your life, you don't have to forgive someone. An abuser will tell you you have to forgive. Otherwise, I was called bitter. Because I wouldn't forgive him. I was called crazy. Because I wouldn't forgive him. I was called a fat fucking cunt. And that they'd forget me in a day. That I'll have never known pain like it. If I didn't walk away quietly. Because I wouldn't forgive him. Sound like a victim to you. Because it doesn't to me. Anyway, so yeah, no, I will never forgive that person. And this cliche, very toxic thing where they say, if you don't forgive someone, you can never move on. Yes, you can. In, and the other side, the flip side to that is, that person will never genuinely be sorry. They'll say they're sorry. They'll turn up with like, a little present, a little Easter egg and a little shitty card that's not a card that's meant to have a gift voucher in it and <clears throat> then cause a fucking scene because you've asked them to go away with that thing. No, thank you. No, thank you. They're not sorry. An abuser like that, a psychotic abuser, is never sorry for what they've done. They say sorry to try and get you back in. One, so you'll stop talking about what they've done to you. That's that's the most important thing to them. 
that they can try and control your control you i was trying to restrict her mouth what did he say no i was trying to restrain her mouth because i was talking on the phone and they didn't like it yeah they 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 hate abusers hate victims talking out about what happened to them the most and they'll future fig i'll get better i'll go get help and they will never never admit what they do who they are i saw small glimpses of the actual psychopath that that person was and how very unwell they are. They had this massive obsession that there was people with torches near their house. Like, real weird. And I remember being at his house one time, he was like, look, look, they're there, they're there, they're there. There was literally nothing there. Nothing. And I'd be on the phone with him and he'd be absolutely adamant there was people with torches near his house even if there was right and what did he think they were doing that's have you ever heard anything so weird if it's dark and someone's got a torch and the fuck did they think was going to happen to him when i was there i was like he was absolutely petrified. And I'm like, we're living in an alternate fucking world here. Because, like, the fuck is this shit? There was many things that was, like, deeply, deeply wrong with this person. But they were, like, massive signs that this person was, like, really... Really thought that people were out to hurt him. I think that's what it was. I mean, I never got an answer to that. Um, yeah, and he wanted me to... <clears throat> he was really offended and really upset. He was actually distraught and crying that I forgave someone and I wouldn't forgive him. That's where him calling me bitter came from. And I was just like... That just sounds like really manipulative that you did all that shit to me and yet you think that you deserve some kind of forgiveness. No. I'll never give them that. They don't deserve it. Because they don't mean sorry. They say sorry to try and shut me up, to try and control me, to manipulate me, to gaslight me. And lie. They're not sorry. They'll never be sorry. They went on about some kind of social justice. So th for them, this is all about, so about, they think that this is all about them. They're obsessed with me. It's weird. But I know I'm not the only person they've been obsessed with, you see. Hmm. I'm not. <laughs> Which helps me out. 
good to know. Well, it's not nice to know that I'm the only one, actually. No one deserves this. Nobody deserves this level of stalking and obsession that this person has for me. They can't help themselves. But after last week, I just feel completely different. In a really good way. Because they want you to feel irrational, you see. They want you to feel frightened. They want you to feel like they're in control of something that doesn't exist but because they're really unwell and delusional as fuck they think there's something and they think they can carry on hurting you which is hilarious because all they're doing is proving that they're still abusive and they still need some kind of weird power trip over you <laughs> which proves everything i've said and i'm saying and are, sorry, and are saying they can't help themselves. <coughs> They're proving me right every single day. And they struggle with that because, like, they don't want to react because it then shows that they, they still have this internal battle within themselves. But yet, if they don't react, they feel like they've lost something. Because he's one of these people, right, who likes this one-upmanship. Because he said about this. That's what abusers are like. That's what I'm talking about. And uh, can't handle it. Doesn't like it. Doesn't like that he's not in control. That he can't control what I say, where I go, what I do. Who listens? And um, the more he proves that he's stalking me, the more that he proves that he's a danger to me and to other people, abusers in general, right? The more they prove the point that they're unsafe to be around other people. I think a lot of stalk, a lot of people who are abusers are unsafe to be online and shouldn't be allowed that kind of access, ready access to other people, I think that they should be limited to only certain websites um, that are for work and nothing else. Maybe reading articles and none of the social media platforms and have harsh sentences for what they do in that respect across the board. Anyway, I ate really nice food. I made some lovely food and I've come to bed. The flat's clean, everything's done and I'm going to watch some more TV, have a sleep in and then go for a really nice walk in the sunshine tomorrow. Taking fresh air. knowing that I'm a lot better off right now.
there's nothing. They think there is. They think there is. There's a really nice little surprise coming that I cannot wait for. And they've got no idea. Abusers don't know when to stop. They're addicted to it. And we, as the victims, are just one in many people that they're obsessed with. We're not the only ones. And we, we worked with the last one and we worked the first. Bye.